Podcast. And it's important to add the word here, to receive love, to be held with no expectation. Because most of us, if you're like me, stories come up when you start to receive the love, when you start to be held in love that already exists. There are stories of, oh, now I need to do something. Now I need to give them love back. Now I need to make sure that I get something done because I didn't, otherwise I didn't deserve it. And those are all illusions. Those are all stories. You are worthy to receive the love. You are worthy to be held in the love because your worth was already innate. Welcome, beautiful souls, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna with your host, Harrison Ma. I invite you on a mystical voyage from the intellect to the soul, delving deep into the mysteries of love's spiritual essence and its unfolding. This podcast celebrates the peeling back of heart layers, revealing profound lessons, interviews with spiritual seekers, and practices to open your heart to love's infinite wisdom. Good morning, evening. Afternoon, loving spiritual beings, welcome back to the show and yet another solo sote with your host here, Harrison, bringing you a download, a channel, a teaching, a series of teachings from my heart to yours today. Today's intention, today's topic is bringing life-changing love into your relationships. How do we do this? This episode today is for you if you are feeling isolated, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling burnt out and emotionally disconnected in your life. I would also say that this episode today is for you if you're moving through a spiritual awakening and you're finding it difficult to connect to love, not just in your relationships to other people romantic partners, friends, family members, but most significantly connecting to the love that is inside of you. So stick with me today. I'm going to share 10 powerful ways that you can bring life-changing love into your relationships and uh, you won't want to miss them. I want to welcome all the people that are joining live in the Facebook group. I see you there also over on LinkedIn and YouTube. Thank you for joining me today. If you have questions, comments that pop up throughout this chat, please leave them in the comment section. If you are tuning in on the podcast player, I hope this brings you value today. If it does, please share this out with a friend, a family member, a lover, and leave your feedback over on Apple and Spotify. That helps me pick topics just for you. Much like this one, actually. All right, let's get straight into it. I have so much love to share today, and I don't want to I want to mix words here. Number one, the first way in which you can bring life-changing love into your relationships, and it's probably my most favorite way to do so, and it is cultivating presence. Cultivating presence. Specifically, learning to remember the presence that you are. The presence that exists in the stillness and the silence in the space between the words that you express, in the space between the actions that you take, 
in the space between all of the beautiful doing that you move through throughout your day. I've noticed in my journey, one of the reasons I don't feel love in my relationships is because I am stuck in action. I am stuck in producing. I am stuck in the beautiful divine masculine. And do not get me wrong, these are valuable and we need to do these things. But what we're often overlooking is the power and the presence that exists within us that often speaks to us in our silence, in our stillness. As a spiritual being that's tuning into this show today, that's listening to this, you most likely will feel my presence. You won't just feel it in the words that I speak, but you will feel it within the pauses, the spaces, the silence between the words. And I want to ask you a question in these moments where you feel this. Are you feeling my presence? Or at a more deeper level, are you feeling the presence that is you that is able to pick up on the presence that is me? So just to summarize this and move on to our next point here, we can learn to cultivate our presence in our relationships by prioritizing time for stillness, by prioritizing time for, for silence, for prioritizing time to create space. Right? And this might look like meditation. This might look like going to certain breathwork practices. This might just being with your partner and not saying or doing anything and noticing what comes forth. And in this relationship to love here is the presence that you are is made of love. Number two in bringing life-changing love into your relationships. Number two is remembering your true worth. Remembering where your true worth is and what it says about you. Let me explain. I often, I'll keep using me as an example throughout this discussion today, I often get stuck in a illusion of not having enough love in my relationships because I forget where my value is. I forget where my worth is. I forget where my enoughness is. And what I mean by that is I forget that my innate state of worthiness, enoughness, value will never be external never be in the current romantic partner, the current friend, the current family member. It will always be inside of me. And if I'm not feeling love within that relationship, a big reason why that could be is because you are forgetting your innate 
worthiness, your innate enoughness, your innate value. In my beautiful journey, I often found myself in codependent relationships because I fell under the illusion that those relationships were giving me my worth based off how they were unfolding, based off how many certain interactions I was having, that told me that I was worthy. That told me I was valuable. That told me I was lovable. And then when they left, when they moved on, when they made a different choice to me, so did my worthiness, so did my value, so did my enoughness. So you can see the cycle here and how you break free from this cycle is remembering that your worth was never dependent on an external element. Your worth was never measured by your beautiful external relationships. You didn't get it from them. You connected to it and brought it through the relationships. A very big distinction. So, for moving on, just wrapping this up, remembering your true worth. And through this, we bring in life changing love into our relationships. Number three, and welcome, Trudy. I see there in the Facebook chat. You're saying, Hi, so true. Yes, cannot agree more, my friend. Number three, <clears throat> and this one flows beautifully onto from what we just speak, spoke about in terms of where your true worth is. Number three in being able to bring in life-changing love into your relationships is catching ego identities. Catching ego identities, specifically catching when you are defining yourself by old relationships, old patterns, old emotions. If you are like me and you are looking to bring more love into your beautiful relationships, you most likely have had past relationships that have come with baggage, that have come with limiting stories, that have come with emotion that may be suppressed and waiting to come up and be triggered, right? What often happens when we are looking to build a new loving relationship in that building, our old patterns resurface. Welcome, Sharon. I see you there. In that building of that new relationship, old patterns resurface, old limiting beliefs of I'm not enough or this, that person will leave me, old emotions of guilt, shame, anger. And then when they come up in new relationship patterns, new relationship dynamics, we think we are those aspects. We think we are the anger. We think we are the limiting belief of this person will leave me. We think we are the, you know, insert the shadow. So the key here is one, catching these old patterns, these aspects, these thought forms, these emotions, allowing yourself to become aware of them. And if they're in the in case of emotions, to feel them fully 
But then most importantly, giving yourself permission to release them, to let them go. Because if we're not releasing them, we're doing one of two things. We're either suppressing them, repressing them even further, or we're becoming them. This is the, the main point here. We're becoming, we're allowing ourselves to become the identity of the negative thought, of the suppressed emotion. So it's learning to catch these aspects, not allowing them to become what you are. And this flows, connect, this connects to the first two points, remembering your true worth and the presence of love you've always been. Next up here, number four, fourth way to bring life-changing love into your relationships. Learning to soothe the body. Learning to soothe the body and release fight or flight. Learning to soothe the body and release fight or flight. What am I saying here? Welcome, Lenka. I see that happy it's resonating. What am I saying here? Often in our relationships, not only do old patterns resurface, but as they resurface, we are brought back to the moment of pain that we went through. As an example, as a boy that's had a, a childhood and adolescent trauma, abuse, in my adult relationships, when confrontation and triggers arise, as they naturally do for all of us, not only do those old patterns and old emotions resurface, but also a moment of fight or flight and pain comes up. Right, because this is our natural protection mechanism. This is our natural way of running from the thing that is going to hurt us again. So in these instances, to bring more life-changing love into our relationships, we must learn to soothe ourselves. We must learn to soothe the body. Because your beautiful body keeps score. And if you can learn to soothe the body that is keeping score, not only can you move through the fight or flight and the sympathetic, stressed out state that you can often find yourself in within these relationship dynamics, you can let go, you can heal the wound. And once you heal and move through the pain and the wound, what is on the other side? More love deeper connection, deeper compassion, deep, deeper intimacy. Because what does intimacy mean? Into me you see. So if I'm able to move through the pain, move through the stress response, I can go deeper, both within myself and with the external partner I'm looking to connect with. So what are some ways we do this? Right, so this would be daily somatic practices. 
This would be things like yoga. This would be things like massage and therapy, body work. This would be things like even meditation and breath work. When you connect to a certain part of the body and breathe into it consciously can help you release stress and pain. Breath in general can help you regulate and come back to balance. Connecting to the earth, putting your feet on the ground and asking for her support and love. Just a couple of examples here, but the list is endless. It's up to you to take action on it. All right, let's keep it flowing. Number five on learning to bring life-changing love into your relationships. This is a, this one can be a bit confusing for a lot of people. So I'm going to explain this one to a deeper degree. And it is learning to love the pleasure behind your shadows. Learning to love the pleasure behind your shadows. What do I mean? So I have recently in my journey gone into an exploration of the world of kink and healing through specifically a modality called existential kink. And I'd highly encourage people tuning in to look up the work of Caroline Elliott, PhD. She has a beautiful book that I will be interviewing her around, hopefully very soon on the podcast. But the work of existential kink and kink in general, for people that may be new to this, is the idea of not only learning to bring awareness to the shadows inside of us that are unconscious, that are wanting our attention. Because remember, if our shadows and pain are unconscious, it doesn't mean they're not acting up. They're just most likely getting our attention in the outside world. Right? As Mr. Jung, Carl Jung likes to say, until we make the conscious, until we make the unconscious conscious, it will project into our outside world and we will call it fate. So it's not just bringing awareness to these unconscious elements, but learning to see that there is a deep part of us that wants to feel the love and the pleasure behind the shadow itself. And let me explain this. If you are a loving, powerful spiritual being that has come here to earth school to experience love in all of the ways, then part of said mission is not just to find the love, bliss, and pleasure in the joyful moments, the high moments, the quote-unquote positive moments of life. You are also here as that same loving spiritual being to find the pleasure, the love, and I would even assert the celebration in the painful moments that painful experience that you're repressing, that painful thought form that you're repressing, that painful emotion that you're repressing. So the teaching here is when you're doing shadow work and you're learning to bring awareness to your unconscious patterns, such as fear of 
being alone, such as scarcity, such as unworthiness, such as I'm not enough. These are examples. When they come up and you see them acting up or you are seeing, most importantly, you're seeing them being reflected in your external relationships that you want to bring love into, you don't just bring awareness to it. You learn to celebrate it and love it. You're not celebrating it and loving it so it becomes your permanent reality, but you're celebrating it and loving it so it can move from the unconscious to your conscious awareness and you can release it. You can let it go. In the act of celebrating and loving all of what you are, not just the light, but also the shadows, you're allowing yourself to fully be loved. You're allowing yourself to be fully embraced. You're allowing yourself to be fully accepted. And if this is what you become, you then reflect this into your external relationships. You bring life-changing love into your relationships. You become that which you want to see. So I'll end that one there, but it's a powerful understanding to reflect on. And I'll say one more thing, and then we'll get to our next one here. I've noticed in the celebrating of the shallow, I've noticed in the celebrating of the shadows, in the loving and uh, finding the pleasure in the shadows, it also unlocks deep energy, deep activation potential, because it takes a lot for us to suppress, to ignore, to push down those parts of us that we're not accepting. And the moment that we embrace and love and surrender through the parts of us that are quote unquote unwanted, it allows us to access more energy, more creation energy, something we can use in all of our relationships. Okay, number six here. With bringing life-changing love into your relationships is viewing your divine relationships through your heart. Learning to view and so learning to either view your current relationships and or manifest new relationships through your heart portal. Learning to view and or manifest new relationships through your heart portal. What am I talking about here? If you're like me, for many years, large durations of your journey, you desired to manifest new relationships. You decide to bring in new loving relationships or expand the love in your current relationships. What you most likely did, what I did, was I did this through my mind. I did this through my current ego personality, i.e. I created what I think a relationship should look like based off what other people outside elements were telling me. Another way to say this is I was creating and viewing relationships through external expectations, through 
what the media was telling me, what my friends were telling me, what my family was telling me. Once we do this, we start to create and view our relationships through a lens that isn't us, that isn't for our highest good, that isn't aligned with deeper love. Because it's externally based. It's based off false stories, false expectations that will always be an illusion because they're not what your deepest truth is. So what is the alternative to this? If we're not viewing our relationships and learning to manifest new relationships through our mind, through our ego identities and stories, where else can we view our relationships? Where else can we create our relationships through? We create them through our heart. We make the choice to drop into our heart many different ways to do this through meditation, through breath work, through feeling the body, feeling our, feeling our heartbeat, visualizing, etc. And then through the heart, viewing and manifesting that way. Feeling what we actually want. Asking our heart or asking our higher self or asking our soul or asking our spiritual being that we are through the heart what it is we actually want. Right, that's the manifesting side of things. But let's say you have a current relationship that you want to shift, that you want to change, that you want to view through your heart. One way that we can do this is let's say that you are having a conversation with your current lover and you wish to view them through the heart. Well, before you speak, before you act, before you express, you mindfully and consciously place your hands on your heart and bring your awareness to that heart space. You might want to think of and feel into a past moment where you fell in love, where you felt love. We all have one of these, at least one of these experiences. And then, and only then, you then take the action. You then speak the thing. You then share your feelings. It is from this space that we then view the current relationship through our heart. And this is so important to underline because it changes your reality. If you can view your relationship through your heart, the external world changes. Because let me let me speak this to you. If this is if you're new to this, the secret here is that there is no objective outside world. There is no objective outside reality. There is just the current world that you see through the lens or the mask or the perception that you're holding on to, which is empowering because you get to make the choice in which how you are viewing what you are holding on as your perception. Are you holding on to the perception that this relationship is the story of what you were told about your friends, from your friends, from the, from the media, from your family? Or do you want to view this relationship through what your heart 
says, through what love is within inside of you. Same external relationship, but now you are different. You've changed. And we all have this power. All right, let's keep it going. Welcome, Andre, my friend. I see you there in the Facebook chat. Thank you for joining. And uh, beautiful beings, if this is giving you value today, if this is hitting your hearts, please share this out. If you're listening on the podcast player and leave your comments in the live section as we're flowing, if it's resonating with you. A couple more here to finish off. A couple more actions and tools, understandings to bring life-changing love into your relationships. Number seven here is speak that intuitive download. Speak that intuitive hit. Speak that intuitive message. And what do I mean by this? If you're tuning into this episode today, you most likely are a spiritual being that is awakening to the greater truths of reality. Part of that awakening is you've started learning to your intuition. You've started learning and leaning into your intuition. You've started opening to downloads. You've started opening to messages coming through, whether that be from your inner higher self or maybe some guides and things like that. All this is beautiful. But what we must learn to do and have courage around is within our relationships that we wish to bring life-changing love into is having the courage to speak and share the intuitive downloads and messages that we get. And I'm going to put a couple of parameters on this and explain this further and underline why this is important. The spiritual essence in me, the deepest form of it, is also in you. We are all beautiful, individual expressions of the same source. Right, Many ways that we could talk about that, but I'll just keep it simple by leaving it with that. So with that understanding, if I, Harrison, am getting an intuitive download from my source, there is a part of that message, especially if I'm in a relationship, right? If there's a, if I'm having a conversation with someone, a romantic partner, friend, family member, and I get a download. Part of that message is for the greater good of that relationship, is for the greater good of that dynamic, is for the greater expansion of love for that relationship. So that's the first understanding. So we must open to that. We must open to that understanding, that, that lesson, that fundamental truth. The second part of this is, okay, now I must confidently and courageously step into this. How do I do that? How do I learn to express this with this person? Well, the first part is asking permission. We never want to express a channel, a download, a message and just project it onto the person without them being aware 
without them being conscious, without them giving you permission. Because I'm sure many of you listening have experienced this. When you've done things like this, how has it gone? When I answer that question, usually there's reactions, right? Usually there's their heart is closed. They're, they are unable to receive the message because they're on their own journey. They may be moving through their own stuff, which is beautiful. So we overcome this by asking permission. We invite them to make the choice from their own free will to open their hearts to what we are receiving. Once you have done this, the last step is sharing it. Sharing it with courage. Sharing it with confidence. Sharing it knowing that however it's received, however it's taken, however it's understood by the other person, that's for their highest good. That's their journey. That's their process. You've done all that you need to do. Do not take their response, their reaction, their inability or ability to understand what you're saying as a measure of your worth, as a measure of your love. So a big process here that can help you expand into more life-changing love. Okay, number eight, a few more here. Number eight is give yourself permission to receive and be held in love so more can come forward. Give yourself permission to receive and be held in love so more can come forward. What do I mean by this? If you're looking to bring life-changing love into your relationships, one of the ways that this can flower and birth and blossom is by your openness to receive the love that is already there. We spend so much time looking to bring in more love and in that act overlook the love that already exists. I'll say that again. We spend so much time looking to bring in more love and we overlook the love that already exists in our world. So one way that we paradoxically can give the chance for more life-changing love to enter our relationships is to celebrate and be grateful and to open to the love that is already apparent in the current relationship dynamic. And it's important to understand that because only you can do this. Only you can give yourself permission to receive, to be held by your partner, by the other relationship dynamic. Where can you do this? Where are the opportunities? And it's important to add the word here, to receive love, to be held with no expectation. Because most of us, if you're like me, Stories come up when you start to receive the love, when you start to be held in love that already exists. 
there are stories of, oh, now I need to do something. Now I need to give them love back. Now I need to make sure that I get something done because I didn't, otherwise I didn't deserve it. And those are all illusions. Those are all stories. You are worthy to receive the love. You are worthy to be held in the love because your worth was already innate. So this is a big practice in itself. Learning to accept and surrender into receiving the love from another and being held in it without needing to give anything back because you deserve it. Number nine, similar, very similar to the last one, but it expands on it. Give yourself permission to be vulnerable and sensitive. Give yourself permission to be vulnerable and sensitive. So let's use the example of the previous point. You've given yourself permission to receive and to be held in love. What is most likely going to occur once you do this? Later, let's get super specific. Let's say you're with your romantic partner and they're holding you, embracing you in some form of love, maybe in a hug or a cuddle. And you've given yourself permission to receive that fully without expectations. What's likely to occur in that situation? Emotion, vulnerability, sensitivity, maybe some repressed need is finally being met. And in that need being met, emotion is finally able to be expressed. You're finally able to self-soothe. You're finally able to let go of something that's been holding tight for a long time. So double down. We must give ourselves permission now to be vulnerable, to be sensitive, and to remember that in that vulnerability and sensitivity, we are powerful. In that vulnerability and sensitivity, we open to deeper parts of ourselves. We open to truth that needs to be shared. We open to feelings that need to be felt. And that will always be a benefit. That will always be expansive. That will always bring more life-changing love into that current relationship. But you must give yourself permission. You must allow yourself to accept and embrace that part of yourself. It's a big one, right? Because how many of us, you know, share more of my story. Many of you have heard me share this before, but for the new listeners, I had that story. I had that story of vulnerability, sensitivity as a little boy, being weakness, being a sign that I am less than, being a sign that I am broken and not enough. So whenever opportunities like this one came up to be vulnerable, to be sensitive in the space of another, those same sensitivities and vulnerabilities were suppressed due to the fear of not being, quote unquote, strong and powerful. 
But paradoxically, that led to more disconnection, more dis-ease, more pain. So I had to learn to release those stories when they came up. I had to learn and remember that my power was always in that beautiful, vulnerable, and sensitive expression. The way out was always through. All right, last one here today. Number 10, with number 10 way, the number 10 way you can bring life-changing love into your relationships. And it flows beautifully. All of these have flowed beautifully, but these last three particularly. The last one is learning to release expectation and time limits. Learning to release expectations and specifically time limits. If we are holding the intention of bringing more life-changing love into our beautiful relationships, often we can fall under the guise that it needs to unfold within a certain time span. If not, you're doing it wrong. If not, you're not doing it right. If not, you must be missing. And it's important to realize that this life-changing love, the space it comes from is the heart. And the heart, the deepest spiritual version of your heart, does not know time, does not work on time, does not have a linear progression or understanding. So a simple way to say that is the unfolding of this life-changing love is moving in a reality that is beyond any time restriction, any time limit, any time expectation. So the easiest way to embrace that, to open to that, is whenever you catch yourself, whenever you notice yourself, guilting, shaming, blaming, judging, the fact that you haven't done the thing within a certain time span, in that moment, letting that go. In that moment, releasing that. In that moment, remembering that the unfolding of this life-changing love is far beyond what your current expectation and time limit could ever understand. And again, paradoxically, the moment that you do that is usually the same moment a breakthrough happens. The same breakthrough that you were judging yourself around that wasn't coming within the time limit you thought was the way in which it should have displayed itself. Same, that same breakthrough comes usually in the moment where you release and detach and surrender. But this is a choice that you get to make. And you get to do it each time that you notice. It's, this is the gift in itself. right? Each time, and I end with this, each time that you notice yourself in judgment, in pain, in challenge around a time limit 
on your love expanding. That's a gift because in that same moment, you awaken to more of that life-changing love. If you open to moving through it, if you open to releasing it, if you open to surrendering through it. So it connects to a similar point that we spoke about earlier. It's learning to celebrate that limiting thought. It's learning to celebrate that challenge. It's learning to celebrate that moment of disconnection because that same moment of disconnection gives you a gateway back to a deeper, more divine reality. All right. I'm going to stop channeling now. <laughs> and I'm going to put a lovely little heart space stop on that conversation here today. I hope, as always, it brought you some value. I hope it ignited some inspiration in your heart. With these solo soaths, what I'd like to share at the end here is do not take my word for any of this. Please go take some inspired action with how it has moved you today. What is the one thing that you can do? What is the one thing you can cultivate? What is the one thing you can catch? What is the one thing you can embody through all of these teachings? And let me know how you go. Let me know in the comments or over on reviews on Apple. And if this hits your heart, if this impacted you, please share this with one person that you think it could do the same for. But regardless, until next time here on the show, I send you love. I send you light. And we'll see you again very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. 
I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Electricast.